we're jumping into it tonight. Hey, I'm going to be quick, but I'm going to be to the point and hopefully be able to encourage you. I hope you leave tonight encouraged and ready to take on this difficult week and our COVID Christmas. COVID Christmas is going to be weird, right? I mean, oh my goodness. I don't know about you guys, but we're like trying to figure out if we can have family over and like can we eat together and do we have to wear masks and that's all. <sighs> yeah, just weird. All right, so I'm going to dive into it. Um, glad you're here. We are going to, for the next two weeks, talk really briefly about Christmas and Christmas time. Let me ask you this. How many of you have gone and drived did it around, drove around, driving around? What's the word? Drove. Drove? Good job. How many of you have driven around and looked at Christmas lights? Raise your hand. All right, cool. That's great. If you haven't, I don't know if you know Santa Claus. You might need to have a gut check because that's the best part of Christmas. There's a place by my house, super cool. If, you t- if you've seen my Instagram, it's pretty funny. There's a place by my house where they do uh, like a Star Wars theme to their music, and they have like lightsabers, and it's pretty cool. So if you want to check that out. I live in Highlands Ranch. Okay, what's I'm not going to, well, 1011 Conifer Court, but it's not my house. My house has like one string of lights, and I was like, oh, that's too much. I'm done. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Cool. You can see my one strand of lights. That's really cool. All the blue ones are out for some reason. I don't know why. Come on down. Just make me cookies. If you're coming to my house, you better bring cookies. Just cookies, child. <laughs> All right, here we go. I had, I'm going to take a serious turn. I had, I had my first panic attack when I was 26 years old. I had my first panic attack when I was 26 years old. Some of you guys know what that's like. Unfortunately, here's what happens when you have a panic attack. I went to counseling for it, and I started to try to dive deeper into what happened and how it happens and why it happens and what's going on. Here's the problem I had. Do you guys know what the Enneagram is? You don't need to, but it's just a personality test, okay? I love personality tests. Helps me understand myself, helps me understand other people. And when you're trying to understand wonderful people like Crispy, you need a personality test because he's confusing. One day he's Santa Claus, the next day he just isn't here. Is that because you're, like, delivering gifts? Oh, it all makes sense. On my personality, here's what my personality is. Some of you might relate to this. My personality, by nature, I want to show success. I want to show that I have it all together. Reality is, I don't like at all. Not even a little bit. So I had my first panic attack when I was 26. And here's what happens. Your brain, it's a chemical imbalance. You probably have studied it in psychology, but your brain basically says, I'm overloaded. If you've ever had your computer and you're like trying to stream uh, Zoom while watching Netflix, do you guys do that? You probably do, huh? While you're like, yeah, right, you're terrible. And then you hear your fan go on, right? It's like, <laughs> that loud sound constantly. And now all of a sudden your computer's really slow. And then your teacher calls on you. He's like, hey, Quentin, what's the answer to that? And then you say, it's glitching. Sorry, I don't know. Right? But when you're pulling multiple things on your computer, what happens? What happens is your computer slows down, and sometimes it even restarts. Or your phone. You know, this happens a lot to us. You know how, like, over summer, if you leave your phone out, it gets mad and says, it's too hot to function right now. Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) Same thing. And then you got to, like, cool it down and say, it's okay, little phone. I promise you'll be all right. Same thing happens when it gets too cold. It gets too cold. All right. That same concept happens to your brain. It overloads and it says, I'm going to shut down and restart and I'm going to throw out all these emotions and all these physical symptoms because I'm boiling over. When you have a panic attack, I hope that you never do 
and I'm sure some of you have, and I'm sure some of you have friends that have, let me just suggest one thing. There's not much you can do. Just focus on your breathing. Breathe in, breathe out, and wait five or ten minutes. And if you have a friend, that's happening. That's the worst is when you have a friend because there's not much you can do except for pat them on the back and say, breathe in, breathe out, and it will pass. So I had my first panic attack when I was 26 because, because I screwed up my priorities, because I was juggling too many things, because I, like you guys, thought I could do it all. See, I was getting my master's at, at the Bible school, and, and I was in the middle of taking these big finals, and, and you guys know what that's like, finals just, oh, I was newly married, and I had recently bought a house, and I had social stressors and, and stressors here at church, and I was taking on new positions. I just had too many things going on. I had a panic attack. I remember sitting in my kitchen and laying on the floor, and my heart is beating too fast, and I'm going from being way too cold to way too hot, and, and my feet were getting numb. Reality is, panic attacks you can't control. They might just happen. But there is something you can do to avoid them. And I would say as Christ followers, as believers of Jesus, this something that we're supposed to do, this something, is actually easier for us to understand than the rest of the world. And it's about our priorities. You see, the reason, the reason that I lost it, the reason that I didn't understand what was going on is because I had my priorities wrong. And sometimes I would like you to think about your own priorities. Sometimes you probably have your priorities wrong too. Here's the reality. God gave you time and God gave you the things you have to juggle. Right? You can probably quickly think of the five things that you're juggling right now. Maybe it's dance and maybe it's a relationship. It's obviously finals. Maybe it's a job. Maybe, maybe it's driving or learning how to drive or maybe it's saving up money so you can drive you're probably juggling five or six things right now god gave you those things to juggle in this season right now at this time he also gave you x amount of hours in a day and when we line up our priorities correctly with what god wants all of a sudden, everything flows, and we can accomplish the tasks that we want to do. All of a sudden, we have enough time to study the amount we need to study. We have enough time to have social hours with our friends, because now my priorities are lined up correctly. And I want to ask you, as you're jumping into final season, what are your priorities? If you're honest with yourself, where does God fall on that scale? biggest problem I had was I was studying for a test. I was trying to look successful. I was trying to keep my clout, and I was trying to impress my friends. And all of a sudden, my relationship with God, the priority of my relationship with God was at the bottom. Because who has time to go to church on Sunday when I have a test on Monday? And now my priorities are wrong. And now I'm doing it wrong. And now the hours that I have I'm wasting on things that I think are important, but God is saying, I'm right here. I matter so much more. As you're jumping into finals, together, let's gut check and say, where does God land on that scale? As you're coming into the Christmas season, 
Where does God land on that scale? Where does your time with Jesus and your investment in your relationship with God on that scale? Do you care at all? Do I care at all? As you're planning on having a fun break, and hopefully you do get to do snow volleyball, whatever that is. As you're planning on taking a break from school, you absolutely deserve it. But let me ask you, have you thought about, during this break, have you thought about how you're going to spend time with your Savior? Or have you just thought about how many sleepovers you're going to have and how many times Caleb is going to jump up in the air? Have you thought about, have you thought about your priorities with your Savior? Have you thought about, maybe you're going on a vacation and and I'm glad that you are, you absolutely deserve it. Have you thought about my priority with my Savior? Is it even on your radar? Because if I'm honest, it's often not on mine. And that's how we get our priorities out of whack. And for me, that's why my brain shut down. Because I put other things important. Now, I want to show you a trick. You probably know this already, but it helps just to keep things in perspective. How do we know what our priorities are? How do we know what our priorities are? Time and money. Where you put your time, how you spend your money. Maybe it's not even your money. Maybe it's your parents' money at this time, right? Because if you're spending thousands of dollars on on dance lessons, that is a priority. But you could quickly think about where do you spend the most of your time and where does your money go? That is your priority. Take just a second and think about that. How much time do I put on... Instagram. How much time do I put on trying to make a good post for Instagram or or for TikTok? I don't think those are bad things. But what's your priority and is it important? Is it worth it? At the end of the week when you look back and say, this week was great because I spent time watching TikTok. Or could you get to the end of the week and say, this week was great because I invested in my relationship with my Savior, and I invested in my relationship with the people that I care about, and I invested in the relationship with my family. Or, if you're honest, and you look at your time and money, are you going to say, I invested in Call of Duty? I invested in TikTok. I invested in trying to keep up my facade like I have it together. I invested in trying to be the prettiest girl in the room. I invested in things that don't matter. Where do you put your time and your money? I know if I could go back, and I still have to remind myself of this, I constantly say, I'm doing this wrong. I know I am. But when I do it right, But when every once in a while I get my priorities right, so I used to do this, I can't do it now because we're here, but I used to spend Sunday nights planning out what I was going to do that week and planning out the most important thing, what I wanted to prioritize, and it had to be something about God. When I do it right, everything else is easier. Everything else makes sense. My stress levels are significantly lower, and my anxiety seems to be gone because we have a God who gave us the things that we're juggling, and he says they're not bad. If your priorities are right, if your priorities show it, I want to ask you this. It doesn't apply to all of you because if you're like me, I got a 2.7 in high school. I just was not good. Actually, it's not even that. I just didn't care. 
If I go back, I'd give you a piece of advice. Care about school, at least a little bit. I promise you it'll help, especially if you take like economics classes, psych classes, uh, English classes. My goodness, you're going to use those for the rest of your life. Math, too. I mean, I know it sounds silly, but you'll use those. Have you ever studied God like you have studied for a grade? Especially for those of you who study, right? And I know not all of us do, but I hope that you do. It's worth it to study for finals. I promise you, even just spending an hour reviewing what you've learned that year will help you. Have you ever studied your Savior like you've studied for a grade? Have you ever spent time getting to know your God in the same intentional manner that you do for finals? I talked to a couple students. It's funny when students want to... Sometimes they want to call me and tell me why they're not coming, which is really cool. Then I get to talk to them. Well, I talked to a couple students this, this afternoon who said, yeah, man, I can't be there because i got to study for finals. That's great. That's a great reason. I know finals are important, but I want to ask you, have you ever spent time studying the guy who's getting you into heaven, getting to know him, praying, spending time in worship so intentionally that you can look back and say, I now know more about my God. If you're like me, some of you aren't, but if you're like me, I grew up at church. I know the VBS story. I know Jonah and I know Noah. I, I understand the, the manger scene. I can point out baby Jesus and the wise men. And sometimes I get to a point where I say, I already know enough to follow God. It's true. To follow God, you only need to know that Jesus died for your sins and that's it. But I get to a point where I say, I don't need to learn more. I don't need to invest more. I don't need to spend more time trying to build this relationship. It's already there. When the truth is, if, if you spend some time, some intentional time, putting your priorities and saying, I want to know my God more, I promise you it will pay off. Over and over and over and over. And all of a sudden, things seem easier because our priorities are right. <coughs> I'm going to finish with this as the, as the band kind of makes their way, but I told you I wanted to keep it short. I think it's because uh, this is something that I preach to myself, too. If I'm honest, um, you know, Christmas, I haven't thought about what I'm going to do at the end of break to be able to say, this is how I got to spend time with God. And I think it'd be good for you to do that. I think it'd be good for you to say, look, I know this break is coming up and maybe you have to wait till after finals, but maybe you can say, I'm going to specifically read this book or I'm going to specifically spend 10 minutes in prayer in the morning or I'm going to specifically text my small group leader every day and just ask about things of the Lord. I think you'll be surprised that if you set out your priorities now. What happens in the future will be more of what you intend. It doesn't just happen. It's something that you intended to make happen. God knows you. God already knows you. God knows every little hair on your head. God knows that my friend Leah is a dancer and she's a very talented dancer. God knows that my friend Crispy is, is just a kind soul. I mean, I can't say much more about it. God knows you. It is up to you to know him. And the more you know him, the more you understand him, the more you understand him, the more you love him, 
the more you love him, the deeper your relationship is. I can promise you one thing in this life. You will never regret deepening your relationship with the Savior. You will never regret saying, I am going to spend 30 minutes just spending time with God. Whether that's in what I do is sometimes I go on a bike ride. And instead of playing music or, or, or even listening to podcasts, I just say, okay, this next two miles that I ride. Yeah, it takes me a half hour. I'm slow. No, this next two miles I ride, I'm just going to intentionally say, God, I'm here with you. See what happens. You'll be amazed when you put your priorities in the right spot. When you put God first, knowing God first, how amazing the rest of things fall. And don't make excuses. I made excuses for years. I still do. Don't make excuses. Don't say, I'm too busy. I got finals. God knows. He knows you have finals. He knows that it's going to be difficult. But he also knows there's one thing that's more important than finals, and it's his relationship with you. If you start making excuses now, you'll never stop. I mean, I, I've been talking to adults a lot more about their relationships with Christ, and, and it never ends. Well, I've got kids, and I've got a job, and I, I have a wife that I have to take care of. Don't make excuses. Make Jesus be your priority always. Start now. The more you know him, the more you'll understand him. The more you understand him, the more you'll love him. The more you love him, the deeper your relationship will be. Last thing I'll say is this. I know you guys are coming up on a tough week, right? Finals kicks your butt a lot of times. It's kind of designed to. It's kind of supposed to, actually. It's, it's a good thing that it happens because it wants to push you further and further. One time I was in college and I was taking some hard courses and, and uh, I was totally losing it because I'm not very good at school, like I said. And I had a teacher sit me down and say, look, Jeremy, Anybody can do anything for a week. Anybody can do anything for a week. I started to think you're right. For one week, I can focus really hard and do just about anything. So as you're jumping into finals week, just remember, anybody can do anything for a week. One week, one week, just do one week where, where you're actually focused on school. Drop the controller, drop the remote, forget Netflix for a little bit and spend some time studying. And spend some time with your Savior. You will not regret it. The more you know God, the more you understand him. The more you understand him, the more you love him and the deeper your relationship is. I used to play a lot of Halo. I'll, tell, I'll just finish on this. I used to play a lot of Halo, right? You guys are, whatever. Halo's a great game. I used to play a lot of Halo. And I remember getting up in the ranks and every time, you know, you get a certain amount of points, you get up in ranks. And it was like a big deal to get to rank 100. And I remember spending hours and hours and hours trying to get to rank 100. And eventually I got there. How many hours did I waste trying to get a rank that doesn't matter to anybody or anything? How much of my life did I spend? Ah, don't get me wrong, I still like video games and I think they can be entertaining and that's not a bad thing, but how many hours did I waste watching The Office for the 10th time? How many hours did I waste when I could have been setting my priorities right, 
getting to know my Savior, and pouring into the important relationships. Don't make the same mistake I did. Let me pray and we'll jump into worship. We got two songs we're gonna sing. Jesus, thank you that we get to be here. Help us to prioritize you. Help us to love you. Help us through finals. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.
would love for you to spend five minutes with your small groups. If you don't know where that is, you can come see me or any of the leaders. Otherwise, Wednesday, bring a wrapped gift. Next Sunday, we'll have a Christmas party. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Good night.